um, real soul to soul question, something that I like to, will be asking all of my guests. It'll be the same questions. And, and I just want to, uh, you know, explore that, these, these soul to soul questions. So if you don't mind, uh, may I? Of course. Aria, do you have those questions out? Yeah, I got it. Okay, wonderful. So we're going to ask some wonderful questions that I love. Ari and I are both going to ask together these 10 wonderful questions that I have that I've asked every guest on our show. And uh, I'm going to ask you now, what is the soul? Ooh, here I thought you were going to ask me my favorite color. (laughs) What is the soul? Hmm. I think that it is a living energy that represents the essence of being that cannot be encapsulated through the limited prison of human thought that is that's a very 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 good question um the soul can be at the same time your conscience your memories and your comfort the soul is what encapsulates our consciousness to me it's the essence the true essence of a person the part of your body that definitely shows um, and encompasses everything that you represent, that you love, um, that you're able to project out into the world. Great question to start out with. Wow. What is the soul? I feel like it is ambiguous kind of the way gender is ambiguous. I don't feel like the soul can be defined. I feel like it's everything, yet it's internal. So we can't measure it. We can't see it. It's how I would also perceive, like I personally believe in a higher power. So I just believe that um, the soul is just that, that individual depth that makes me who I am. What is your definition of God? Um, I would say that in this point in time, my definition of God would be anything that we hold upon an idealistic pedestal that leads us to believe that life itself is bigger than our own existence. Um, no. My definition of God is, um, spirit that inhabits the universe Mm. to me definition of god is someone uh, a creator a guide and someone who watches from afar oh my definition of god um i mean i was raised in a religious home for the most part um so i mean i kind of have that basis and i do follow that however i was blessed enough that my family left the catholic church um, and went to the Episcopalian church. And so being Episcopalian, I know that God is <clears throat> the almighty and the one and only, and that um, he accepts every single human and created every single human um, in his eye. And I think that that includes me and every single human on this earth, no matter who they are, what, who they decide to become. 
to me, God is everything all the time and internal and not external. God is within me, a part of me. Um, we walk side by side in life. And I kind of just feel like God is just the, I'm going to say like, in a way, kind of like the puppet master um, dancing things around. And also knowing just when to step aside and allow. And I kind of, I don't know, God is just like another ambiguous word for something that keeps us all connected. Ooh. Have you always considered yourself a spiritual person or did you ever have this like aha moment where you uh, realized you were a part of something bigger than yourself? Um, so I was raised um, in the uh, indoctrinated wheel of Christianity and I quickly realized when I was a teenager that um, organized religion and its history did not resonate with me and that I, I did always feel that there is something um, beyond my small imprint and the storyline that is humanity. Um, and uh, I've always subscribed that science has a way of showing us um, that there is something bigger than ourselves. Um, for example, the third law of thermodynamics states that energy can either be created or destroyed. And if you think about that from a spiritual perspective, the idea that um, if it can't be created, then any energy that exists has always existed. And if it can't be destroyed, then where does it go other than to be continued to be recycled through anything that uses or expends energy, which would include any living thing, any rock, any mineral, any human being, any plant, any form of nature. And if you think about where we're at in this world through that lens understanding that we're all equal and connected and a part of something bigger than ourselves and will continue to be far past our current consciousness I think that um yeah I definitely ascribed to some spirituality but um not any form of organized religion or how it is currently being weaponized to control individuals I used to. Um, I really hope there is some kind of life after death because there are people that have been taken entirely too quickly from my life that I would like to, to just in one form or another interact with. But I don't know that there is. You know, they say that, they say that life after death, you know, people come back to visit you as cardinals. And I've seen a lot of cardinals here recently, but that gives me comfort. But I don't know that, that it's anything more than a superstition put in place to make people feel better after experiencing a loss. Well, I was brought up to interpret spirituality in one organized way. Um, 
but after I suffered a near drowning out in the ocean, I felt that I was exposed to something bigger, something more profound. I've always felt some, de- I'm not religious, but definitely spiritual. I've always felt like there's some something more out in the universe than just what's here. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I was, I mean, I guess re- because I was raised that way, it just felt like it was ingrained in me, but I definitely felt like, you know, probably in my early twenties, well, right after my early twenties, um, that I definitely felt, you know, closest to spirituality and that there's definitely something out there bigger than us. Um, I was seven when a little kid at a birthday party gave me a parting gift and it was a book about prayer. Before that, I was going to Catholic church with my family, it didn't mean anything. And I was baptized when I was born uh, in the Catholic faith. It's always been a part of my life. So I never had an aha moment because it's always been intrinsically there. And I used prayer as a child, as a form of protection in times when I didn't feel safe. And I did always feel that although this external circumstance didn't necessarily go the way I wanted it to, or it may not have been any better, I felt safe. I believe is the purpose of life. Hmm. Um, I think that uh, purpose is uh, can either be a hopeful or a dangerous word. Um, I think for some people, um, it can be a driving force, but can also be a limiting thing to have this idea that there is a set reason that they exist. Um, so I think that ascribing purpose is something that only the individual can do for themselves and that um, you know in your heart um, what you feel to be true and right and good and that if you do your best to live along those lines for the good of those around you as well as yourself, then um, I think that you find a way of finding your purpose in that. The purpose of life is to be the best version of yourself that you can be, the truest, most authentic, most accepting, kind version of yourself that you can be. Regardless of how you were brought into the world, regardless of your circumstances, to roll with the punches and overcome your adversity, to be the best and kindest version of yourself. Um, That was my question. When I was in that total darkness, I asked God what it was. And uh, God told me that it was to love one another, to experience love and to learn from one another as well. Like we're supposed to learn from each other and then we're also supposed to experience love. I believe the purpose of life is for us to live, evolve, and for us to experience all the things, both good and bad, and for us to make the decision on how we wish to treat each other. 
I think the purpose of life is to give love and kindness to others and give back as much as you can to this world before you leave it and to leave it a better place than what you found it. What is the secret to a happy life? I think that's different for everyone. I think it's finding your balance. I think it's finding your internal, intrinsic, authentic self and following it to the best degree that you can. And I feel like it's all about being conscious rather than, you know, happiness is so fleeting. And it's just, I feel like what can I, whatever, whatever I can do to be present, whatever allows me to be most present with myself, most comfortable uh, in my skin. Um, yeah. What is your personal? Um, I think a lot of people associate happiness with pleasure, but I think it's a very um, shallow way of looking at happiness and that um, true happiness lies within the concept of a universal harmony, which I believe can only be achieved through um, the shared consciousness of uh, human development and protection and um, any of the uh, interpersonal thriving therein, which is multifaceted. You know, it's spiritual, it's physical, it's um, the growth of nations, it's the growth of individuals. What is the secret to a happy life? Vodka. <laughs> okay, now what about those that don't drink? What's the an answer? <laughs> um, buying me vodka. I... <laughs> The secret to a happy life is security. Security. Being stable. Security. To, to be secure in, in what you are, who you are, what you have, being secure enough in yourself not to have every material possession, but still be happy. Um, I think just being able to, uh, access healthy people and to feel goodness from one another. I think that's what we're supposed to be doing. To me, the secret of a happy life is accepting, first of all, who you are and also accepting the person that you are and then just living the, your life your truth the best that you can. I think the secret to a happy life is being unapologetically you. Ooh. Yeah. What is your personal prayer? Oh, what the is serenity prayer. Um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And um, the only other one is... Um, I don't know if I can remember it, but I always say it every morning. God, give to me all that I am and all that I will be. Um, I can't remember the rest of it, but the serenity prayer is my go-to. Uh, what is your personal prayer? To win the lottery. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the one I never play. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I have one. 
Renge Kyo. Um, I think it would be what my mother told me on her deathbed. Love passionately and be kind. Um, I don't really know. I don't really have a personal prayer, so I wouldn't know how to answer that question. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the, the strength to change things I can, and the wisdom to hide the body of those people who have pissed me off. <laughs> My mother always said that same as that thing to the T. <laughs> <laughs> My personal prayer, and I know this sounds cheesy, but I really do do this every night before I go to bed. Um, I close my eyes and <clears throat> I think the universe, God, anybody that's listening um, for another day on this earth, that I am healthy, that my husband is healthy, that my children are healthy, that I'm able to provide for my family, um, that I am blessed enough to not have to endure some of the horrible things that are going on in this world right now and in our own country. Um, and I think that definitely is brought to the light today for me. So I'll be saying an extra prayer for you tonight. <laughs> Thank you. What do you think will happen when we die? I, I feel like it might depend on the person. I feel like it might, I don't know if it's across the board saying for everyone. I, I do believe um, and I've had some proof of this, that there is life after death. Um, I've had direct, in, you know, interaction with life after death. So there is something. I don't know what it is. I feel like it is beyond our comprehension. So I think something happens that's beyond our human comprehension and that we are in a human body that just can't possibly understand something that will happen after we're not in this human body anymore. I think the soul continues on and I don't know where that is or what that looks like. Um, well, if the big mouse man taught me anything, if Peter Pan says it'll be an awfully big adventure. <laughs> um, I think when I die that my perfume will linger on the microphone for a couple shows and People will slowly stop talking about me, which the last time somebody utters your name after you die is also known as second death. I think that's what's going to happen. Same space that I was in where it was like a, it, it was like a, a place of, of darkness that was showered with, with, with this radiating redness, this, this love that turns into a white light and you uh, would probably go towards that light and it would transfer you to wherever your destination would, would be. I don't know what was beyond that white light. All I did see was um, what, what I interpreted was like a, like a film, like a reel, like an, you know, an R-E-E-L showing my destiny where i was going where what my purpose was i think we would probably go into that sort of uh, uh spiritual place and um I believe there is an afterlife i believe that you go to a world where you're free of pain where there is your friends your family you live out your 
your greatest moments with the people that you loved? Um, well, if my husband listens to my wishes, I'll be cremated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, I think what happens when you die is that your soul leaves your body and, um, takes care of all those around you. What do you, Savannah Barker, know for sure? Oh, um, I think the, the more I learn, the less I know. What do you, Miss Delicious, know for sure in life? In life, I know that it doesn't matter how hard you struggle, how hard you try, you may not achieve your dream. However, you have to take whatever, you're, whatever you get, whatever you accomplish, and be secure within that. Kenya Acid, no, for sure. For sure. Um, that, that it was actually uh, something that took place. My brother had a, an accident shortly after he Cynthia Grace no for sure um I know for sure one thing I know for sure that while I'm down on this plane of existence I'm going to continue helping as many people as I can whether it be just with a simple conversation or my advocacy work or just by listening to them or giving them a dollar when they need it what do you olivia chappelle know for sure i know for sure that i am loved and that i'm capable of loving others the way that they deserve to be loved and i know that i'm going to instill in my children those those things so that they're able to give that back as well. Um, I want my kids to be able to grow up and be good people and treat people kind and love every single person they meet and meet an impact, make an impact on all those people. And I know because of my value and who I am as a person, being able to instill that in them, that they're going to be those kind of people. What do you, Jay Lewis, Van Landingham, know for sure. That I am a unique and precious creation and that I deserve all the best in the world. Other than that, not a whole lot. And that everyone else deserves the equal treatment. great that was that was i have asked this this play as you can see here so what i did is i write down a lot of the answers that i get from everybody so yeah. uh and that was the best answer i've ever gotten for yeah. what do i know for sure that was the best answer i've ever gotten on the show 
that that you are that you are worthy and deserving of love and that you matter that was the most and that everyone else does too no matter who they are no matter what they do no matter what they've done